Welcome into Ravens Press Pass. Today we'll hear from quarterback Lamar Jackson, linebacker Roquan Smith, defensive tackle Michael Pierce, and head coach John Harbaugh. Let's start with number eight. What's it like going against uh, a guy like Miles Garrett? Um, he's a great, great pass rusher, um, great defender. Um, I've been sending him around since college, since my freshman year of college, so I'm used to playing against Miles a great, great defender, um, all-around defensive lineman. When you watch this Cleveland defense on the tape, is it hard to find a lot of weaknesses? Uh, I mean, I believe every defense gonna have its, its strengths and weaknesses. Um, but for right now, those guys are flying around um, all phases of the defense, fly, flying around to the ball, playing great defense. How much more difficult is it they move miles around the spots? I mean, I'm not the lineman, so. I don't really think it'll be difficult for me. You know, I'm not the one blocking them. Uh, I'm gonna be just having to, you know, read the defense and dish the ball out. When you watch the, the tape this past week, what was your biggest takeaway from it in terms of things you guys need to clean up going into the Uh, like I said, um, we we had plenty of opportunities to win that game. Um, we was driving the ball down the field, and we have hit, uh, mishaps. Uh, Got to just catch the ball, throw the ball, and do what we do best, you know, and put points on the board. And going into Cleveland, do the same thing, but better. Lamar, it looked like a couple times Sunday there were times where you may have expected guys to do something different or vice versa. Are, is, are, are you, do you feel like you guys are still in that phase where you're still trying to get on the same page? Uh, absolutely. You know, it's September. You know, um, one of our guys just got there a week. You know, not, not even a month he hasn't been around. Uh, and then we just trying to we just trying to figure each other out right now. You know, uh, we didn't really play preseason, so we just trying to figure it out. You know, we just had one great game against Cincinnati. Piggyback, you know, um, go to Colts, but well, we played the Colts and we just had a little mishaps, and that happens. You know, every game not perfect, but hope we clean it up. Cleveland, I feel like the sky's the limit for us, like I always say. Lamar, when you get out on the practice field today, you got Ryan Stanley, one of the linebackers back out there, Marcus Williams. How does that, you know, you get kind of marquee players like that back, at least on the practice field. How does that lift the spirits of the team and everything? Uh, I, uh, what is, I raise her. Um, you know, uh, it's just our, our guys back out there on the field, and we were looking forward to it. You know, Makari and Sam did a great job, you know, when those guys was out, but hopefully they back up this week and we just hit the ground running like we always do. Lamar, you and Deshaun Watson also go back to college, had some battles back oh, then. Yeah, yeah. What have you seen from him this year and his offense? To be honest, I haven't been watching those guys. Um, but like you said, you know, we've been going back and forth since 2016, that shootout in uh, Death Valley. Um, but yeah, um, I haven't been watching those guys this season, but they're they playing pretty good at what I've heard. You know? Lamar, is there any, is there any like, characteristics of the Browns defense that makes them particularly formidable? Uh, I'll say their their corners and uh, well, the all around defense, the corner safety and uh, the defensive line. Like I said, those guys have been flying around on tape. Lamar, I know you guys are focused on your own team, but when a when an NFL team scores seventy um, in a in a game, I mean, what what comes to mind? I mean, what do you think about? Um, does it think make you think about where offenses are going? Does it make you think of? A bar that you, you kind of want this offense to get to. What do you What do you think about that? Uh, to be honest, no. I believe our offense can do the same thing. Um, we just have to dial in, you know, stay locked in within the game and put points on the board. Because, like I said, I feel like we stopped ourselves against the Colts. Turnovers, little mishaps. 
We wasn't putting points on the board, but I believe we could. Said or last Sunday that you know the turnovers, fumbles are, are not winning football. We have to play winning football. Is there anything you point to in common with the fumbles that you've had so far this year? Oh, they was in a pocket. Um, most of them been in the pocket. You know, I had that one uh, against Texas when I was making trying to make a guy miss, but most of them been in the pocket. Um, trying to throw the ball. You know, the ball is loose, like me throwing it, and it's been hit. You know, but you got to do a better job at that. You know, it it affects the game. It affects the game. Lamar, early this season, you guys will make trips into Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. At this point in your career, have you adopted sort of a, an attitude about going into these hostile places? Do you, are you motivated by it? Is there anything that you take that makes your game another level when you're on the road? Uh, I go into you know those games playing like any other game, but it's, it's different because they're in a the division. So it's like, like you said, it's a little extra motivation. I say, you know, it's like a rival. It's like a rival, and it's, it's physical games, very physical. So I, you hear the crowd? Do you hear things they say? Did nah. anything? No, nah, I don't pay attention to the crowd. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win. I really don't care. Next up, we'll hear from Roquan Smith. Yeah. Browns offense, what do you see, what, uh, what, what is going to be the challenge of this week? Uh, yeah, you know, obviously uh, they're down, arguably like their best player in Chubb. A lot of respect for him, guy I played with in college and whatnot, so definitely uh, thinking about him. But despite that, uh, knowing that they're going to come out, uh, try to do what they uh, have to do to get the job done. And I think, you know, Watson uh, at the ham, they're still going to try to um, run the ball. I think that's a you know, hats off to their uh, head coach, and I think that's something that he wants to do, um, run the ball. So that's our main priority, stopping the run, and then I think they're going to try to uh, get the ball to um, number two, Cooper, and then put eight in some uh, a lot of situations as well, and then obviously their tight ends come alive. So I don't think it'll be anything different, uh, minus like Chubb, but I still think they're going to try to um, run the ball. When you prepare for a guy like Watson, who maybe struggled a little bit when he first took over the job in Cleveland, do you still go in assuming the guy you saw back in 2019 and 2020, that he's fully capable of being that guy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything a man done once, I'm sure they can. Uh, the likelihood that they can do it again is uh, very possible. So got a lot of respect for the guy uh, playing a position, uh, one of the toughest positions uh, in the league to play, in my opinion. So I think we're just gonna, we're gonna have to just come out, do what we have to do, um, and whatever it takes to get the job done. And if we do that, I feel like we'll be in good standings. Uh, I think what this is week four, uh, you're not defined off being the best defense in the league through week four period. Uh, I think, yeah, it's a 17 game season. So it's what you're going to do uh, late in the season. But uh, hats off to those guys. I haven't watched them, so not really sure. I know they got some good players over there uh, and whatnot, but I haven't really watched them. So I really don't care too much if I'm being perfectly honest, just more focused on our defense and uh, what we're going to do to uh, make sure we come out victorious in this game. Is that more broadly true for you that there's really not a lot of value to you in paying attention to what other defenses are, are doing? Uh, I'm trying to see like what I can actually gain uh, from watching them. Like, I don't think personally I can gain anything from watching their defense and uh, from what I hear, just based off in uh, team meaning, like they play a completely different style uh, of defense, you know. But hats off to those guys for uh, what they've done thus far in this season. Uh, I look forward to Sunday, and I think you know we do what we have to do and play our style 
offensively and defensively, then we'll, we'll come out victorious. Roquan, you, you've been with the Ravens long enough now to have ventured into each of these AFC North cities. What, how would you describe Cleveland in particular or the division in general when you go in there as the enemy, the, the intensity and whatnot? Yeah, you go in there as the, as the enemy to go take over, and that's our plan uh, to actually go take over. I think they call it the dog pound. I consider myself a dog, so I'm right at home in that place. So I'm excited to get back in there. And I know they're a physical football team, but so are we. And at the end of the day, it's going to be the most physical football team that come out of there, um, that comes out of there. And whoever is the most physical football team in that game, that's going to come out uh, victorious. And uh, your question about the division, yeah, I think – my opinion, I think it's the best division in football, like without a doubt, if you look at it from top to bottom. Brooklyn, along those lines, how much do you embrace this four-week stretch where you have three road games in the division? It's a challenge, but also knowing if you fare the way, way you guys want to, you know, what that could mean for you guys in the big picture of division and you know, everything down the road. Honestly, I love it. You know, I love a challenge. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I love looking, facing, looking something square in the face and saying, "Bring it on, bring it on." Whatever it is, you know, chin up, chest out. You know, I, I live by that. Sunsets, no regrets. So, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait. We're going back to playing you know, kind of the, the, the villain role, you know, on the road. It seems like that's something that you watch. I know when Terrell Suggs was here, you always talk about it, like being a bad guy in those stadiums. Is that villain role something that that you kind of uh, I definitely, uh, you know, think about that. But at the end of the day, you're considered the bad guy because you're going into essentially another man's house and you're trying to take over like his wife, kids, everyone there to watch them. So you were going over to beat their tails in front of their wife and kids. So when you think about it from that perspective, like any man's going to, you know, fight to the death in that point. I know if that's me in that case, I know I would. So uh, I think about it from that standpoint and I'm just going in, you know, just like I prepare for any other game, play to the whistle play physical, and hit anything that move. Is that how you approach playing Connect Four? Oh, I'm a competitor, a fierce competitor. So <laughs> I approach it trying to win each and every uh, game. I'm sure you can ask uh, some of your peers, coworkers, how good I am, you know? I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> how'd you like uh, the, the front office being able to add Kyle Van Noy practice squad right now, but knowing how much he's played in the league and played at a high level? Yeah, man, I have a lot of respect for uh, – KV uh, and the way he even came in today and the way he uh, been approaching things uh, since I first met him and uh, just his leadership as well as just like how smart the guy is, like how quickly he pick up on things like already out here today, you know, just calling out things. So when a guy come in like that, you know, a well-seasoned veteran, uh, been in a lot of different schemes, so he know exactly uh, what, what we expect of him and I'm just excited to uh, welcome him uh, to the team and I think he's going to be a great addition for us. Yeah, it's always good to, you know, see somebody that maybe went down with something and just back out on the practice field. You know, you always love uh, to have your brothers back out there in the line of duty, and it don't get any better than that when you just have good players that return. But, you know, whoever is out there, I know we're going to be prepared uh, through and through, and whoever's out there is going to give everything they got. And uh, to, the whistle, to the whistle blows, we're going 100 miles an hour. Now it's defensive tackle Michael Pierce. Mike, you're a few weeks into the season. How are you feeling? How's your body? How's everything going on? I feel good, man. Um, not the best since we lost last week, but uh, I feel pretty good. Um, like I said, we just got to keep guys healthy and uh, just keep rolling. Michael, you said you got to keep guys healthy. I mean, you've, you've been through a lot of different kinds of seasons. I mean, when you have all these injuries in the first few weeks of the season, do you have to fight 
to sort of stay positive at all? Or, I mean, is, is you guys just used to dealing with that at this point? I think you get used to it. Uh, I think it kind of can be shocking for, like, younger guys, like rookies. Um, but they like said once you've been, you know, I would say probably two to three years in the league, you just kind of get used to it. But, you know, like people's roles change, and um, that's kind of where you see guys step up and or fall off. So, um, you know, T-Rob has done an amazing job, especially on our D-line, of just stepping up when he's needed. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a call to action. And, um, like I said, the games don't change, but the people do. So it's kind of how you deal with it. Of injuries, I mean, obviously they just lost Nick Chubb recently, mm -hmm. but you know, how challenging is it going up against that Cleveland run game that we know has been really productive for a few years? Yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt is a, is a mainstay for them. He's been there, what, three or four years? So um, he's familiar. He played last week. Um, their offensive line is really, really good, one of the tops in the league. So um, it's, a, it's a difficult game, but I think we had the men that's built for the job. Uh, me and myself, Travis, Herb, Brody, um, Beeks, obviously. So, um, it's going to be on us to establish a line of scrimmage and kind of make them at least stutter their feet and go backside or go where the runs aren't planned to go. So, um, like I said, I think we got the men for the job, along with Roquan and all those guys as well. But it's definitely been placed on us to set the tone for the game and move forward from there. Did you see the difference in the last Yeah, he was more accurate. Um, I'm not the most uh, – I probably would say I'm probably the least guy to pay attention to the quarterback as far as, like, throws down the field. Um, but, no, nah, he was definitely more accurate and uh, more precise with the ball. They had some miscues. But, um, no, nah, he, he – I would say he's always been elusive. Um, he did make a lot of guys miss a lot of sacks, which we've um, – we struggled with a little bit last week. So, um, they just kind of emphasize that at practice, just making sure we break down our feet and try to, you know, get our bodies in front of them. But um, no, nah, he does a, he does a great job of making guys miss and looking for those second plays and uh, getting the ball downfield after the initial play breaks down. Like when you're going up against a team that has the number one defense, does that kind of invigorate you and, and your fellow defenders to try and outclass them, outperform them, more so than just traditionally playing against another defense? Um, so I would say we strive to be the number one defense. Uh, we aren't there at, at the moment, but um, definitely. But this is like Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. It's always been a big hit, um, take a punch, throw a punch kind of game. So, um, no, nah, we definitely are aware that they're number one. And um, like I said, they have an amazing front. Obviously, we know Z and all those guys, so play with Dalvin. So, um, no, nah, we definitely want to outplay them. But um, at the end of the day, that number one spot is still up for grabs until the season's over. So we, that's what we're striving for. Michael, you've been through these AFC North road games before. Is there anything about Cleveland that is different from going to Pittsburgh or Cincinnati? Is there anything that you mentioned hard-hitting games? Does anything stick out about when you play there? Um, I would just say from the last year or so, we haven't had the best run defense when we went there. Um, well, they ran well when they were here, but um, I wouldn't say so. Uh, I mean, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, um, they're all kind of the same to me. Uh, especially in the trenches. Like I said, we've been playing against Nick Chubb there and you know how great he is. So I think it's just really, like I said, just take a punch, throw a punch. It's been that way with Pittsburgh, especially when they had like Le'Veon Bell and all those guys and the Pouncy guys. So um, I was related to that. Just another hard-hitting, fun game to play in if you're in the trenches. Does defense take anything extra about going into an enemy territory and maybe being motivated by everyone being against you. Is there anything that, that, that fuels you about that? Um, I say it's satisfying when you take the life out of that crowd. 
and uh, it goes silent. Um, I've been a part of some really good defenses here, and we've done that on a few occasions. So um, that's what you strive for. And uh, if you can get to a point, probably third or fourth quarter, where they don't have any momentum and that crowd is really silent, that, uh, that really, really feels really good. Like, how exciting is it to get Marcus Williams back on the practice field? Just, you know, a few weeks ago, didn't know if you guys were even going to have him the rest of the year. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he's one of our leaders. So um, anytime he can just be around, be out here, no matter the capacity, it always makes you feel good. Anytime you get any of the guys back, uh, we'll get Marlon back at some point, those kind of, those guys who are working to get healthy, Tyus as well. So anytime you can get a guy like Marcus back who changes the game in, in the blink of an eye, that's always good to just have that energy back and have those, uh, those guys who you can really, really rely on back. So, um, no, it's awesome. Michael, much pride you guys take stopping the run. Uh, Moss had a few runs last week. What did you see, and I guess how much more determined I think you guys are not that We had a misalignment on the first play of the game, and uh, we had some misfits. So it's really hard to disseminate to the public how much one person being out of place or lining up wrong really makes a difference, but I can't stress to y'all enough, like, that's super, super important. Um, so when I say, like, oh, we didn't line right, that's, like, a big, big deal. And you can really, really see, if you watch film, how that affects the defense. So um, obviously that's on us, getting, up, getting the calls and lining up right and then, you know, executing the calls when we do have those missteps. But like I told, uh, me and Brody were talking about it earlier, just – Every play, somebody may make a misstep or may miss an assignment, but it's about those other 10 guys who can cover that up and then keep going. So, One more from Michael. Michael, uh, one of like, the big picture trends on, on offense across the league is like shorter passes, mm-hmm. less time to get the ball out for quarterbacks. Right. When you're out there on a passing down, has that like fundamentally changed your technique or your approach the way you, 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 you go about your job? Yeah, I mean, I would say also I wasn't out there a lot initially, but um, – they called me on, called on me to do that this year. Uh, yeah, you definitely see a lot of different short passes and then uh, just RPOs in general. So those are intended to slow guys like myself down, especially the bigger guys who have to get themselves moving, play the run first, and then go out, vice versa from the ends. So um, no, it definitely changes my approach. It also changes the way you kind of attack things. So I think Mike McDonald does a great job of just mixing up different calls to get us moving, even though they might have a, you know different scenarios depending on the down and distance. Next, let's go into the Ravens locker room. Big divisional game. Kind of what's the vibe of the team going into this one? Um, I mean, just bounce back. Obviously, big divisional game away. Um, just being focused, you know, taking a week by week, learning from our mistakes of last week and um, growing as a team and just giving all effort. We know what type of game this is going to be. Yeah, I mean, they fly around. Obviously, good, good secondary, good safeties. Um, those, those linebacker group, uh, um, you know, they're shifty. So we're gonna have to bring it. We're gonna have to, you know, be prepared. And um, just the vibe and the focus of this week has been focused and, and ready to go. So I'm excited about the guys and, and our team for this week. What are some of the challenges they pose up front? You know, obviously a talented front, but what challenges does that create for you guys? Physical, man. You don't see a team like this very often. So um, for us, you know, as, as as a group, we're going to have to be ready to go, um, have our mindset uh, right, and, and we, which we will. In the offensive meeting room, you know, you guys have a great game against the Bengals, and it's a tough one the week following. You know, what's it like in that room as you kind of try to say, all right, we know what we're capable of doing. You know, it's just about doing it. Just calming down, you know, not listening to, to too much of the outside noise and, and know, knowing who we are and, and that we have to grow. We have to grow from week to week, and the teams that are able to do that, 
um, you know, this is a long season. So if we can continue to, to go to where we need to be, and obviously last game we were close, um, wasn't where we needed to be to win the game, but um, we're excited about moving forward. Along those lines, Mark, do you describe what you guys are endeavoring with a new coordinator as a work in progress? In other words, you don't know totally what it is yet, but it's still building. Is that, is that fair to say? I think it's fair. You know, I think I think as an offense, um, we know what we can be and, and should be, and so um, that's the exciting part. You know, we haven't you know reached our full potential yet. We're still working on that, and um, it's going to be a dangerous group, and um, we never lose sight of that. It's a long chip blocking someone like Miles Garrett. Um, you know, you always got to bring it. He's such a special athlete and specimen, and um, he's so good at what he does. So. Um, this is one of those weeks where um, you got to be ready to go, or, or guys like him and, and other guys on that on that defense are, are going to make you pay. Or yeah, back-to-back -back, uh, AFC North games here on the road. Do you embrace when you have to go into a tough road environment and play one of these kind of physical rivalry-style games? Yeah, you know, these are the games that um, you look forward to. Obviously, um, being two and one, um, being able to stack another win against this uh, divisional team would, would be huge for us. Watched that last game on tape. What was your sense of why there weren't as many maybe downfield opportunities as you guys would have liked? Uh, it just happened sort of that way. You know, I think that you know there's some. Um, you know, I think all 11 guys or everybody that was on the field touched the field. There's things that we could have done differently, and so um, it's taken advantage of those opportunities. And last but not least, head coach John Harbaugh. Just want to make a, a mention of Brooks Robinson express our condolences as a family and also as an organization, team, players, and everybody else to the Robinson family for the passing of this great man. I, re you know, I remember our very first year in Baltimore where we lived was a neighborhood over. You know how the neighborhoods are. You get into the neighborhood where the houses are, you know, and you can get to more houses, right? So Allison was trick-or-treating. She was six years old. That just tells you how long ago it was, right? And uh, we were going house to house and we come up to a, to a house and ring the doorbell and the door opens and it's Brooks Robinson. I mean, I'm a baseball fan. I know who Brooks Robinson is. I was just like stunned, you know. I mean, you talk about not being able to say anything and just like, and he had the biggest smile on his face and, you know, <laughs> welcomed us and uh, we talked for a few minutes and that was how I got to meet Brooks Robinson. And since then, here and there, and over time, we'd run into each other. And the most gracious man I think I've ever met in my life. Just a, just a prince of a person. So uh, rest in peace, Brooks Robinson, forever. As far as injuries, I'm going to get ahead of that. Really don't have any updates on that to add. Uh, no announcements, uh, no comments on it. It just isn't really something that we have really too much to say that I can really help you with anyway. And anything that I would say uh, might not be accurate or it might not uh, be something I want to put out there. So that's where we're at with that. Okay? What question, Jeff? So you wouldn't classify as positive getting guys back from injury? <laughs> there, you know, there's four guys back out there. That, that, well, Gus did 15, but then three guys have been out. I mean, that has to be a That's positive. a positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we're, we're happy with the guys as they get back. Or we're going to be... We're going to be thrilled. I mean, the, these these guys are really good players. You know, these guys are these guys, and they've been working really hard to get back. They want to be back, and uh, as guys come back, we're going to be very excited for them to get back and play. And and uh, you know, some of that will happen this week, and then going forward the next few weeks. 
I don't have a definition on that. No, I don't. I don't. He wouldn't have been able to practice today if he was actually in the concussion protocol. So the fact that we haven't talked about that, I would say no. But uh, just bear with me in the fact that I haven't had that specific conversation with with the doctors. Kind of Van Noy. I know he was here in the summer as well, briefly. But what, what, what do you like about him? Yeah, I always, uh, you know, always have liked Kyle Van Noy as a player. You go back to the Patriot Ravens games and uh, him being out there playing the way he plays in that in that style in that manner. Uh, he's just a ferocious player, you know, and smart player, tough player. Uh, I know he's in shape and he's ready to go. And and uh, if needed, he'll be out there helping us. On tape from the first three games this year, they've obviously always had a lot of talent, but it seems like they're even more formidable this year. Maybe I mean, do you see a particular area where they've taken even another step up this year? I think the defense for Cleveland is playing great. I mean, they're the number one ranked defense in the league. You're giving up 164 yards, 10.3 points a game, is it? I mean, that's about as good as you can get. So uh, that's something that we've got to take into account. Uh, we've studied them. We, we know the players. We, we we understand the scheme as best we can from being outside and uh, as an opponent. And we're just going to have to go out there and play our best football and move the ball, score points, and try to win the game. Are they doing something very different stylistically with Schwartz, or is it, you know, are they doing some other things? Well, uh, Coach Schwartz has his uh, system. It's uh, kind of Greg Williams' system. They've been in that system before with, with Greg Williams, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, um, Jim does it how he does it. You know, he's, he's a he's – a, Decorated veteran defensive coordinator in this league does a great job, always has, and uh, he's put his stamp on it for sure. It looks like the rush defense, you know, on early downs, not afraid to set those edge rushes up to the wide nine and still be able to put the run. Just exactly how they're able to do everything despite more aggressive posture. Well, that posture is also built to stop the run. It's not just a posture that's not built to stop the run. They have a way of playing the run, and that's how they do it. We played that way in Philadelphia with Jim Johnson over the years, and that's a it's a defensive type of style that's been around for quite a long time, and uh, they're very good at. It. And they got, as you said, they got excellent players, and they're playing really hard and well. And and we respect them. Um, how, how difficult has it been to, I mean, going against Miles Garrett many, many times? But the challenge of going against him and trying to contain him. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't changed. You know, it's the same challenge, and uh, and he's he's the same player. There's certainly no drop off in his game, and uh, he's he's a guy that you got to account for every single play. As of recent, it's been. attention to how significant these games against the Browns can be in terms of that rivalry and divisional kind of contest. Can you just speak to the spirit of these games and what they feel like? Yeah, yeah, this is this these games, I mean the Browns Ravens rivalry has is has been in my mind it's just been a very heated, tough, physical, hard fought rivalry. And uh, you just go back and watch the games. I think that's all you gotta do. And I know our fans our fans know that. You know, I probably don't agree with your premise that they don't understand that. I, I, I believe our fans do know that, and uh, it's a tough, it's a tough stadium to play, playing. It's very loud. Uh, they pipe music in off the sideline right behind you, it makes it even tougher for you, and uh, it's just the way it is. It's a tough place to play, and it's a, it's a tough team, and, and we respect them very much. John, with all the changes you've made at running back, how does that affect you game Well, I mean, I think. Offensively, you always try to, and Todd does a great job with the coaches of, of scheming towards guys' strengths, Mike, you know, and trying to do the things that they do well, put them in a position to do things well. And uh, But it's all within the structure of the offense, and the offense is built to what you do well against what they do well or don't do well and their scheme, and that's the way they work it out. How well did Jadavionis fit in into kind of how you want to Who's play Jadavion Clown? Yeah. How he's fit in and kind of the way you want to play defense and what you've gotten at him so far? 
Yeah, I'm mean, Jadavian Clowney's played great. You know, I think it's a great point in question. Uh, he's done a great job. Uh, we've always thought the world of him as a player playing against him. I and mean, when you have to scheme against him, kind of the point you guys are all making, uh, it's really tough. So uh, when, you, when you face guys like that and then you have a chance for them to play for you, you know, you're kind of excited about that. So he's played really well. He fits what we're doing well, plays hard. And, um, you know, I'm glad he's here. You mentioned you really like Zay Flowers' uh, mentality and the way he comes to practice with such spirit. How have you seen him bounce back since the loss and maybe some of the mistakes? And how has he also maybe made some adjustments? Yeah, I, mean, I think Zay just is a he's, he's a very competitive guy. He's always in high spirits. He's always full of energy. And, uh, and he, he, had, he had a great couple of days. He and I talked yesterday. Uh, actually Monday for quite a while and uh, just one-on-one. -on -one. It was a great conversation and um, you know, we talked to a lot of guys. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary, but uh, he's ready to roll and um, he's going to go try to play his best game on Sunday. Thanks for listening to Ravens Press Pass. Make sure you're subscribed, leave a rating and review, and make sure you check out the Lounge Podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow where we'll hear from the three coordinators. Thanks for listening.